Genesis chapter 6, I've got a little afternoon and I'm going to do from the whole of this week, I'll be with you 3pm, 3pm in the afternoon, I'm going to be with you preaching um, for about an hour, just that's the mobilization from me this week Um, and because we're on public scope, again it's Pastor Sam here so I have to do those things um, just to let you know um, what we're doing. So we're, we're going to do the word today just for 30 minutes, and then from tomorrow, we open it up more. What do I expect from you, or what will happen to you this week? There's going to be a grace that overshadows you, that you will no longer be able to just sit and resist doing what others call impossible. Wherever you see impossible, you want to go and tread there. The reason why you would want to go and tread there is because you're going to test out the nine, we would say on the road. (laughs) We used to call it on the road, we'd say we're going to test out the nine. What is the nine? This time, the test out the nine simply just means grace. Uh, So what is a nine? Nine is armory. The armory that a man or a woman carries in, in the nation family is the armory called grace. This grace, when you enter into it, what happens to you is that people will know you for your work. So just before somebody tells you that work is not about, um, grace is different from works. It is different from works because it is the entry port to enter into the real work. That is why grace is different. So somebody says, I'm going to live by grace, but I'm not by works. But inside of grace is a new realm of work. For you, the grace man, given is a work. That is who you will be employed by. You are employed by the kingdom to, to, to push resources to the kingdom agenda. That is what giving is. So I need you to hear me because this week, as we begin to dive into the word, your eyes will open. The armory of grace will overshadow you. Your finances will change rapidly. Why? Because there is a power at work in this season and in the, at this time where the heavens have an urgent assignment for man. Genesis chapter 6 where Terry started today and where he would have continued with he actually says there that when Noah found grace Noah became limitless I find that so profound I find it so powerful I find it so I found it so amazing that Noah will no longer know anything called limitations so can I start with this? I don't care where somebody was born, the background they came from, the, the society they grew up in, the community they grew up in, because as soon as Noah found grace, Noah was not limited. Somebody's marriage can limit them. And women are usually limited by their marriage. Sort that out, please. Women are li- usually limited by their marriage. They're usually limited by the things around them. But when a man or a woman finds grace, the limitations are mo- removed from them. So they're no longer defined by the relationship that they're in or the person that they married or the person that or the people that they were born to because they entered into grace. So grace distinguishes us from the family that we were birthed by. So the first thing that happens to us when grace, the undeserved. Do you understand that? By right, can I say this? Some of us hearing the word that takes place in the nation family, by right, it is undeserving. By where we were brought up, the word that we hear today, we don't, our ears don't deserve to hear it. But that is the story of grace. So because these, are, these words are for, 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 for nobles. For people who usually have the keys to the nation. 
for people who usually set, are set aside for heads of normal kingdoms but God begins to speak to a nation and he says though you notice your calling brethren that not many of you were noble so he intentionally calls you and gives you a noble word because he knows you're not from a noble background so if you quickly ask yourself, when you hear the words you're, you hear about nation taking and you ask yourself, do you qualify for these things? If in your mind the answer is no, that's exactly who God is looking for. The reason why he's looking for you is because he can only operate with people who understand that he, he gives you what you don't deserve. Mm. The standard of God is to give a man what he doesn't deserve. Have you ever seen a, man, a child with his, a father with his child? Especially when he loves the child so much. He actually, he actually what we call spoil the child. So what is grace? First thing grace is, is a spoiling. There are things that are in your life today that you don't know that God is spoiling you. There's a grace of prayer in your life that is a spoiling. Because at least if it can give you this grace to pray, then what will happen is that you will enter into resources that man should have never entered into it is a spoiling. There is some, on some of you, there is a grace to see the word differently. And it is God spoiling you. It is, so people will talk about resources when they're talking about, oh, he just spoiled with a car. What's a car? That is not a spoiling. That's just a material thing. Unfortunately, for the person that just got the car, if you just got a brand new 21 plate in, in 2022, that's an old car. Uh, but God spoils you with things that keep you limitless. Mm. let's read from Genesis chapter 6 this afternoon let's read from Genesis chapter 6 and he says here are you going to read it? go for it, verse 5 let's start from verse 5 uh -huh. then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth mm. and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart yeah. was only evil continually so look at the scenario. Let me create a background for you because yesterday I was teaching on the private periscope and I was saying that most times grace comes in the mist. It doesn't actually come in when times are not when times are silent. Grace does not it comes in the midst of something. At the time when Jesus came, what was happening at that time is people were falling ill. There was sickness everywhere. Physicians could not heal the, 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 the problems of the day. So Jesus came. The Bible says, and grace and truth. Grace came through Christ, but we'll get there in a moment. But now, grace actually comes in the midst of a situation. At the moment, when you look around you in the world today, there is so much economic crisis going on. When you look into Africa, when you look into the UK, when there are, if you come into the UK, and I know I'm on a global scope, so I need to be wary, but when you look in the UK, what is the problem of the day? Young people just don't know how to make money. But there is a desire to take their mom or their dad out of their ends. When you don't discard those problems... What is the problem of the day? Why are young people killing each other up and down? There is a, there is a anger. There is a, there is a, there is a push on the inside of them for a better life. The problem of the day, people don't know how to feed themselves in a, in a country that is so, that has social welfare. Number one, it has social welfare. And then also in a country that seems like it has endless resources. 
But you see, thank you, Riley. It is frustration. There is a frustration that is happening, but in the midst of frustration, a grace can come on somebody. So what, does, what is a grace man like? He is somebody that is attentive to the problems of the day. He looks at the problem and he, he doesn't discard problems. So the so scriptures was telling us the time that no one lived in. The Bible would tell you that the, at this time the heart of man was so wicked. He said that anyway. Let me allow scriptures to do the explaining. And the Lord was sorry that He had made man on the earth. Uh, another scripture would say, and the Lord regretted that He made man on the earth. So at this time, God had entered into a state of regret. You saw that in your own scriptures. Someone said, oh, can God, God doesn't have an emotion or he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that. But I just saw and God regretted that he made man on the earth. So all of a sudden, the times that existed was so, how do we put it now? Was so shambolic. I've entered into Pastor Nikki's realm now. But was so terrible that it brought God into regret. Mm. God looked at man, his own creation, and regretted that he made it. Because he had lost control of what he had made. I need you to understand this so that you can understand grace. Because grace comes in the midst of. So every time somebody notes a problem, do you know what I realized? Some of the nation taking um, students, those who, ent those who en have enrolled into the nation taking academy, those who are not just looking for safe haven, but they're looking to actually change the world. Every time you hear a problem noted, I, I think you should start writing it down. Because <laughs> you can go back to the father and say, I need grace for this. Mm. But I, there's something that I need you to see in just a moment because it, it, it almost looks like grace is received, but I realize that you can locate grace. Uh, let's look at what he says. And he says, so this is what it, it, what's happening. Go on. The Lord regretted that uh, he had made human beings on the earth. Yeah. And his heart was deeply troubled. Uh-huh. So oh, my days. Did you just hear that? And God's heart was deeply what? Troubled. troubled. God was rolling in his bed. Oh, you need to, <laughs> you need to understand that was the, that was the name, the root of grace. You need to understand the roots of grace. Why would a man find grace? There's a troubled God. When grace is heavy in the earth, it's because God is troubled. So that you need to understand the dimensions of grace. When civilization is a problem, grace is active. So what is the generation that is coming? It is a grace generation. This is how you would begin to take over every world that exists at the moment. There is a regret going on in the heart of God. There are men that are wicked. I was talking with someone today and you realize how much there are certain men that sit on the financial mountain, the, the financial world. They can control the economic landscape. And God looks at that and his heart is troubled because there's no light there. There's no believer there who has grace. So he now looks and he says, the heart of God was deeply troubled. 
with God's grace, mm, it, it, it is elevated in the midst of. So he said, and God's heart was deeply troubled. The root of grace. Go for it. So the Lord said, mm. I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, mm. both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air. For I am sorry that I have made them. Look at this. I, I love that. He said, it broke God's heart. In the midst of heartbreak, that is when you saw grace at its highest. So do you know what you're meant to be? In the midst of your deepest trials, Kaliakata. I'm already going all the way to the, to the end, which is in the midst of your deepest trials is when we're supposed to see the, the highest performance of grace in your life. Uh, God's heart was broken. He wanted to destroy man. But what happened? But Noah. Oh my God. Did you see the but there? So what was the counteract? What was the counterbalance to the fact that God's heart was broken and he was deeply troubled by the situations that were going on in the earth? But Noah. There was a man, Kali Akataya. There was a man of assignment, Ikan Delivriata. So he said, but Noah found what? Grace. But Noah found grace. There was a man. Peter has said, God was the first person who experienced heartbreak. It was God. So what did grace, what was the root of grace? Heartbreak. Deep trouble. Oh my God. It was deep trouble that, that was actually the root of heartbreak. So, and Noah found grace in what? In the eyes of the Lord. So God began to look and stand up and see if there was a man who could find grace. A man who could harbor grace. Oh my days. Go to the message version. Let's just do it. <laughs> my god message would sell me oh now you would know it's what's going on in my room sometimes i'll just be doing some madness like oh this is mad he said and noah was different there are different generations there's a different generation that's coming you are that different generation don't allow the world to kill your difference in the name of parenting don't allow situations to kill your difference in the name of problems. Read it from the message translation. Go, um, no, go to just verse 8 straight away. But Noah was different. Uh -huh. God liked what he saw in Noah. What? So we just thought Noah was just a random pick. No, God looked and scanned through the earth. And he said, but Noah was different. There was something about Noah that could carry grace. There was something that was about Noah that when Noah decided to give, Kalia, do you know what I discovered this morning? The assignment on the earth right now is given. Oh, uh, you don't understand. So what, how do you know the man that has grace? The man that gives. The man that has seed. There was something different about Noah that God could give him grace. Do you know what grace was for Noah? The ark. So let me tell you something. Just to demiss certain things, grace always comes with a work. 
It doesn't come without work. That's why God had to separate works from grace. Because grace comes with its own work. When God said that Noah found grace, what he actually was saying was Noah was the man that he could use for his assignments. The grace that is currently on the earth right now is when you heard the word given and you accepted that word, then you actually found grace. So that's why I said that everything about your finances is going to change. A man who can harbor grace brings healing to God's broken heart. Makatia. So now you understand, son, when we, you can no longer just sing that worship. Um, break my heart with what breaks yours. It's a grace, it's a grace word. Oh my God. I want to take you from translation to translation, but we've got the whole week to deal with this. Grace. But Noah found grace. Noah found grace, but Noah didn't really find grace. Grace located him. Uh, grace was looking for a man who could carry him. The man who can handle assignment. The man who could carry out God's bidding. Makato Zabradiata. This man had a different heart. He had a heart. He was, he, was going to, he was going to be different. This man had resolved in his heart that even though people are being given away in marriage, even though people are starting new businesses, I am going to be at the foot of the word. And I'm going to stick with the word all the way through. That was the man called Noah. So when we look at, but, the, but we understand also that Noah wasn't a perfect man. I must note that. We never saw that Noah was a perfect man. We just saw that Noah, grace found Noah. Oh, my days. So he said, but Noah found grace. Give me another translation because there's a translation that says, but God could not let go of Noah. Uh, God could not destroy the world without informing Noah. Uh, he could not inform, he could not destroy the world because he saw Noah there. And how do I know this? Abraham had a conversation with God one day. It's a TPT, okay, it's the TPT version. So th- th- there was a day when Abraham and God had a conversation. And he said to him, he said, Abraham asked God, if there is one righteous man in a city, will you destroy that city? He said, if I go through a city and I locate one righteous man there, I cannot destroy that city. So what happened was, God's heart was broken, but he still had to see if there was hope where he could de- deploy grace. Okay, it's the voice translation. So it says, it, it is, it, there was a man that he found. So what is it then? God is looking for men. God is always on the hunt for men. That's why you have soul winners. Because God is always on the hunt for men that can carry grace. So when you hear the word on grace, what you're actually hearing the word on is the man of assignment. So grace cannot just fall on on an average man. You know what happened? God looked into the church. Oh my God. He looked into the church that was existing and he could not put grace there. Because these men already knew too much. They were already they were already preachers of righteousness. But there was a but so he left the church and guess where he went? He went to the streets. And on the streets he found the next rose. He could he could he could give grace there. 
So I know when God now reaches, because now we're in a global mission, so I know when God now gives us the globe, when he, when he enters into Africa, he's not going to go to the churches. He's going to bypass the churches and he's going to go to the streets because he's looking for a man who could carry grace. Mm. Do you know the church has become like the world? This has become like the world. Have you found that translation for me? Go for it. But there was one person mm. who the Lord could not let go of. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Scripture says, but there was one person who the Lord could not let go of. He couldn't destroy the earth because there was one man. So because he couldn't let go of that man, he had to give him grace. <laughs> oh my God. You know, the churches, uh, they'll be filled of, of praise. Lord, um, Lord, I'm not going to let you go. But there are men who God cannot let go of. Uh, I don't want to pray, God, I'm not going to let you go. But I want to be the man that God cannot let go of. They will have to be in a city. He cannot let that city go to, go to ruins because there is a nation family. And he cannot let go of that family. You see, there were certain people, and Noah was, did not have a church building. But Noah had a man, he, he was a man, he was a man who conducted his family gracefully. We're talking about grace. There was a man. So I had to give you the roots of grace. Remember, God's heart is broken, deeply troubled. He looks at Noah. Said, because of this man, Kai. Read on. The Lord could not let go of mm. Noah because this man pleased him. Because this man pleased him. I'm going to still tell, I think this afternoon I'll just reveal the life of Noah to you. Because it's not until later that we would see that Noah was a preacher. We didn't know Noah was a preacher. What was his preaching? Not everybody will speak, some will build. Do you understand that? It, 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 it is not just, not everybody will be preachers, but there will be some that when they give, it is a preaching to God. So he could not, he could not let go of that man because that man was a preacher. Your giving is a statement to the world. Your seed is a statement. That's why you cannot let go of your seed because if you let go of your seed, then God, God has a reason to let go of you. But, but there were certain men that when they give, it preaches to, not just to man, but it preaches to heaven. Men look at you at, the, at, at every day when you have a, a resource in your hand and you decide to give outside out of it. When it happens to God, is they said, okay, somebody's speaking. How do I know this? And the blood of Abel spoke better things than the blood of Cain. So I understand that what made Abel's blood speak, the giving. So there was already seed in Abel's life, so he never stopped speaking. So there is a seed that is coming to somebody's life that will never stop them from speaking again. And I know that my voice is not preaching, it's giving. There's a seed that I sow that preaches to God, but also preaches to man. When they came, they never talked about the word that we preach, they talked about the seed that we give. Because it is what preaches for us really. So I'm not surprised that when the world came in, that they would see us building, but they would not comment on what we're building and the lives that we're changing. They would rather comment on what we're giving. I see what God is up to. I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to change the grace dimension. Trying to take us to a new level of grace. 
because Noah was a man that God could not just destroy the world until he had taught Noah how to build the ark. It is the giving that speaks through me. So all this is just as a result of giving. As you give and you give and you give and you give and not just finances now. As, you, as your life poured out. God looked at Noah and said, this man is capable to carry the assignment. Can we read on? Oh, go on then. But as for Noah, uh, the Lord approved of him. As for Noah, the Lord approved for him of him. So if God scans the whole world and found one Noah, what happens when he finds 300 nation family soldiers, lieutenants that he can approve of, 300 diehard givers that will not be stopped by government, law, anything that stands in the way and says, well, as long as God calls for it, that we will give it. What will happen when God finds that? There are nations that will be uprooted for the sake of a nation's family member. There are nations that will have to give over power for the sake of the nation family. It is only whether the nation family will believe these things. When I was younger, I was on a search for power. Thank you, sir. Then a global takeover happened. I was on a search for power. I went to the streets. I went to the streets. I picked up knives. We picked up shotties. Let me just say shotties. If you know what a shotty is, you know what it is. If you don't, you don't. We were on the streets looking for power. And that led me to wherever that led me, jail, prison, and whatever. But you see, there are young men in prison right now that have a, a thirst for power. The prison was not powerful enough to quench that thirst. Meaning, when I do what's going to come out, I'm still going to be on my search. But you know the, what amazes me about God? He placed that power inside of the nation family. So the solution for me wasn't a great job. Give me some tissue. It wasn't a great job. It wasn't a, a good home. It was the word. That is all that it led me to as the solution. I need you to, I stop to break this down so that you can hear me well. You would have thought, okay, economic empowerment, right? You want to give a young man who may be currently on the street dealing drugs, you want to give him economic empowerment. You want to help him. Okay, we'll help you start your business. We'll help you do this. We'll help you do that. But let me tell you something. I realize that the actual alternative to the life that they're living is to sit down and hear the word. Do you know why? It is, it is the thing that activates grace. It activates grace 
And when he activates that grace, then what this guy enters into are things he don't deserve. But he deserves it because God wants it for him. So, we're going to read this scripture on, and I think I'm going to stay with Noah. And then once I finish with Noah, tomorrow we may get to Daniel in Babylon. But for today, we'll stay with Noah. Read on. This is the account of Noah and his family. Mm. Noah was a righteous man, yeah. blameless among the people of his time, uh-huh. and he walked faithfully with God. Mm-hmm. Noah had three sons, mm-hmm. Shem, Ham, and Jack. Yeah. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight yeah. and was full of violence. Go for it. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, mm. for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. Yeah. So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people, for Go for the earth is filled with violence because of them. So you see what happened now? The word of God came to Noah. Grace has started. The first step of the great the first step of grace is the word comes. So God begins to speak to Noah and begins to tell him what he's about to do. So I understand that when you know when you when you know you're in a situation of grace is when you know what God is about to do. When you keep hearing about global takeover, when you keep hearing about nation taken, when you enter into the nation taken academy called Nation Family, what you actually entered into is you entered into a grace portal. This grace portal will teach you about the future to come. So one of the things that can happen is you will either be a nation taker or you will point years down the line and say, I was once with these people who, who was telling me about nation taking. Those are the two things that can happen. But a nation taker is a nation taker. And for, for glowing now, God is about to detail to him the, 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 the times that are ahead. So he tells him that I'm about to destroy the earth, yes. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. Uh-huh. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood. So the only thing I wanted to get from that now was that when grace came to Noah, God sent him on an assignment. So what happens to man when he is inside of grace is he discovers assignment. But so someone says, am I in assignment? Am I in assignment? Am I in assignment? No, you don't understand. When God raises a Noah, when God raises a man who will lead, because remember it was Noah and sons. So it is not going to be many Noahs. There will be Noah and son. But when God raises a man, then the sons, they will receive the assignment. So guess what happens? How do I know the assignment on the earth is given? Because God has raised a man. The man found grace. And what then was at the top of the agenda was given. So that becomes the assignment of man in this realm now. To give. So what I will be... (laughs) So it is given that would help us build the ark of today. This man is trying to... <laughs> this man is trying to build his career. He's trying to... Don't build a career without an ark. 
don't try and build a <laughs> don't try and build a, 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 a life without an ark because if the ark is not built then that life is drowning that's what happened so look at this guy he went to go and buy properties he went to go and get a mortgage now he's got two now he's got three properties but no ark so when the world sinks he sinks So, how do I know that giving is the assignment? It is the resource that God has given us in order to build the ark. So, guess what happens? <laughs> People will look inside of the nation family and say, but why do you give the way you give? He said, look, all I can do is invite you in. If you don't want to come in, then when the world sinks, you sink with the world. Imagine someone is taking advice from friends and family and you're looking at them and you're thinking, but is your... Is, <laughs> Is your family inside of, is your family building the ark? Because if they're not building the ark, whatever advice you took is good advice and it may keep you for some years because they've never seen the rain that is coming. It may keep you for some years, but then one day, because it only took a day to destroy the earth. Something that has never been seen before is coming to the earth. Just the same way COVID was never, had never been seen before. They tried to compare it to the, fam the Spanish flu. But the, the Spanish flu was not this bad. COVID had never been seen before and it came. Rain had never been seen before in the time of Noah, but it came. So this generation and is going to be the generation of grace. It doesn't mean that it won't rain. It just means that it won't affect you. If you have time, you go back and you read what God said to Noah. So make it of copper wood and another type of wood. Then he said, put bitumen around it. And he began to tell him the resources that are needed in order to build this ark. So from this, I now believe that if grace is with me, I will know what to sow. Imagine... Government want to dictate what the church is doing. That's how you know. <laughs> uh, maybe by tomorrow we'll get into that. But you can't dictate what the church is doing. That's your ark. That by the time, but I don't blame them because the church has just become whatever it's become. But imagine somebody wants to, a, a charity wants to commission what we sow. As you know, this must shouldn't be given in church. So where should it be given? He said, Noah found grace in the sight of God. Let's look at Second Chronicles. And this is where I round up today. I think Second Chronicles chapter 16. Chronicles, not Corinthians. I don't, I don't think we make those mistakes, but they used to make those mistakes back then. Yeah. And this is where I end with you today.
Noah found grace. What is grace? Or how do you see grace? The man that has found assignment. So to myself, I say things like, I don't mind to die given. You know, people look for return in giving. I'm not looking for return. I'm looking for the ark. Mm. I'm, so, because my return actually comes when it rains. You see, the, I, I actually agree with the statement that says when it rains, it pours. Because there is a pouring coming over the nations. But the, it, won't, it won't affect me because I've already poured everything out. Do you get what I'm saying to you? There's a pouring that is coming over the nation that won't affect you because you've already poured everything out. And that's why you cannot stop pouring because when you see the pouring, you will understand. You will be used to when the, when the pouring is coming. That's why Elijah could hear the sound of rain because he, he knows rain. He knows that rain is something that is relentless. It keeps beating. It beats and it beats. He, he can understand when a cloud is full of rain because he, he, he's manufactured clouds through grace that is full of rain. Do you understand that? I've, I've had the cloud of finances before and I, I've allowed it to make it rain. So it was not celebrities that were really making it rain. Fat Joe doesn't know what it means to make it rain because he can't control the weather. But we can control the weather of nations through grace. Do you understand that? Fat Joe can't control no weather. It's too is too overweight to control weather but it is for the man or woman of grace to control the weather we are the ones that really make it rain we are rain men and women because Noah brought down the rain the more that he brought the ark do you understand that the more Noah built and he got the woods together and the more that Noah brought the resources closer the rain was getting closer the more that Noah brought the resources to God the rain was getting closer so it is not a man that sings make it rain that can make it rain no it is the one with resources in the hand that can really make it rain. Every time I put my seed in the ground, the rain is coming. Do you know that China is actually in the process of manufacturing fake rain? So I understand now that, that it is us that will make it rain. It is us that every time we give seed, we provoke the heavens and the heavens will have to respond because of resources. So Noah would tell his sons, to go and find wood. And every time they would go and find wood day and night, carrying that wood on their shoulder. And they're walking. They're walking. They're walking to the father. And the father's never seen an ark before. You go, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta put that as a point though. Because the father has never seen an ark before. No one's never seen an ark. So he's looking at the wood. And he's, and he's placing the wood like this. He said, no, that wood shouldn't go there. So he, he, he's going to lean on the voice of God. Look at this. He's going to lean on the, the, the voice of God in order to know how to put the ark together. Because you see that ark, right? It, 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 is not, it is not architectural design paper that he has in front of him. All he has is a voice. So the blueprint, no manual, thank you. There's no manual now. Okay, I can do this now. We've been building this dining table. So Sharif will look at the, at the, at the thing. They will tell him what the screw is. But it's only the voice of God that he has as his manual. And that voice, he, and communicate. And then a voice drops and says, give this here. That is the manual that teaches him how to build the ark. 
that there's a man that comes to him, maybe a Pisam, that just came out of prison, and he comes to him, but he's got to pray over a Pisam, and then the voice speaks to him and, and tells him this is what a Pisam is. It's for the building of the ark. The Pisam is also a fetcher of wood. So what I give is there are those who bring the resources in order to build. Remember that every time you build, you're closer to making it rain. You work now. You're at work because you're on assignment. So if you're in a workplace, that's your assignment ground. Your grace ground. Some people remove themselves from grace because, let me tell you this, this might help somebody because you uprooted yourself from work and you didn't even tell your leader. That was your grace ground. Yeah, I know your manager was on you. He was, he was trying you. It was, actually, um, it was actually getting you angry. But, but God has given you grace. Grace grounds. My ground of grace is assignments. So when I enter into this thing, I can tell you, I was telling Pastor um, Bakari yesterday, um, Trendy, uh, I was telling her that you can't manufacture words. You enter into a pool of grace. That's what happens. You enter into that pool. There are pools. It, it's, it can be speaking, but there's a financial pool. There's also, you just enter into that pool of grace that your finances will no longer remain the same. You know there was a giving that would lead you to that pool. So I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking. Looking at the word intently, looking at the sound clouds intently, hearing the words intently, and I'm realizing that there's a pool of grace opening to me. The grounds of assignment. So every time I'm bringing the wood, I'm on, I'm on assignment. Grace is being added. So what was at the beginning of nations? Grace. Okay, quickly, before we go to Second Chronicles, let me take you to Genesis chapter 10. I will get there. You stay on Genesis um, Chronicles because I need to finish quickly. So I'll go to Genesis chapter 10 so that you can hear what I'm trying to say. This is a, the account. No, first of all, it starts by saying the table of nations. So what was at the beginning of nations? Noah, a man, found grace. So if we're going to talk about a people that will, find, will, will take nations, you first of all have to see where's the grace. So a man finds grace, then what comes off the grace is nations. So what is God doing in the earth right now? So, so snatchers, so winners. Going, God is on a hunt for men. Second Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9, just read it for me. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth uh, to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. It's a manhunt. He says the, the eyes of the Lord are ranging throughout the earth looking for those whose hearts are fully committed to him. So God's eyes are scanning. He's on a scan. So if I was a soul snatcher, I would pray for God to, to give me a scanning ability. I am, so imagine, he said, I need you to read it in the New King James, because I love the New King James version in this. He says to us, the eyes of the Lord, and this is for anybody that wants to be a nation taker, because this is the academy, go for it. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro mm. throughout the whole earth 
to show himself strong on behalf of those who, whose heart is loyal to him. Sometimes you read like you don't have problems. And I know you because you're sharing my own problems. So I'm thinking, why is this reading like a Oyibo person? Can you read this as if something is up your bum, please? Oh, sorry. I mean, yeah, like, just, you know what I mean, man. Just read. <laughs> Censored. Read this thing. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. So, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal. What was him show, what was him showing himself strong in the life of Noah? The ark. What is him showing himself strong in your own life? Nation family. He saw your look. I swear to you, and those who were on the road with me will know that I could die for my brother. God saw that loyalty in some of you. And what he did was he said, I needed that. God's recruitment system is mad. He doesn't look at the best preacher, he looks at the most loyal soldiers. Do you understand that? Some people just <laughs> some people are just no coming in the station. Hmm. You'll get out on your way home. See, a PK would have just been doing no comment in the station. No comment. At that time when he was doing no comment in the station, old God was looking. <laughs> God was like, <laughs> oh boy, I need me some soldiers like this because I know too many pastors that run their mouth too much. They're not really, they're not, they're not even willing to go to the station. They don't want to go to the station. They don't, they're not ready for nation taking. You understand? Because, um, um, Noah's sons, right? They're going to get married, but they're going to get married whilst building the ark. Do you understand? There's not going to be, no matter the case, there's no comment. <laughs> Do you understand that? So, we're going to enter into some territory where we need this. We need this. This target needs to be met. Noah's sons can't come back to say that the target can't be met. That the wood can't be found. Because it's going to be do or do. He says do and die. That's the one that we do here. We don't do do or die. We do do and die. So it's like whatever we do, it's going to be, look. He said, they said on so-so day, you raised so-so amount. He said, there are no comment. The only thing I comment on is the ark. Why am I saying this? Grace men, grace women, people who can translate. Because God is looking for the loyal. So you know when you're putting out those statements, you're putting out those comments, you're putting out those opinions. And you say, God chose me because I'm loyal. Uh, you understand? God knows me. Because I'm loyal. <laughs> he chose me for this, for this gospel. I mean, change. Look at the type of men he picked. The apostle Paul. This, this apostle, right? At a time, they told him when they actually... Distrib- 
they actually demonstrated to him how they were going to bound him in ropes. Do you know what he said? I'm still going. That, that is not an ordinary type of man. God is scanning for the best and he found them in you.